All right, all right, all right. This is Will Dick with the Art of Floundering podcast. We're going to get ready to start right now, but we'll open it up with a song. Once the song is over, we'll be right back, and hopefully this will get everybody in the mood. Wes, we're going to be live streaming. You and I right now. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Oh, yeah, come on now. Light it up, smoke it up. Nowadays you can even eat it up. I want you to get high, so high. I want to get high, so high. I want to get high, so high. I want to get high, so high. Well, let's the funk elastic. I quested the slam of fight to the fight bunk on your deskus. Oh, what's your mess? This you got the bad wetness. Catch a hoe and another hoe. Merry Christmas. Yes, I smoke shit straight off the roach clip. I roach shit for the blood and wants to approach it. Forward motion, make a sway like the ocean. Now, which mic are you using? My, you my mic is not on. All right. This is the Art of Floundering podcast with your host, Will Dick. I have with me Wes from Stream Surf with Wes and Jess. This is our Peace and Love Morning Show. Wes, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's hump day. It's yes, hump it day, is. but more importantly, it's Star Trek day. What? It's Star Trek day. At 55 years ago today, the first episode of the original series of Star Trek began. Uh, the, 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 the empire that is Star Trek uh, started uh, 55 years ago today. And, uh, and uh, there's, there's live events Paramount's uh, really doing their their best to promote that crap. Uh, they got stuff going on all day. Holy shit. Wow, man. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, and I know this makes me not, I never was a Trekkie. Never got into it. Never, ever. Uh, I could appreciate it now, probably. You know what I mean? I just didn't get into it. I don't know why, um, but I just didn't. But I do like Captain Kirk, and I do love watching Shatner cover music. I don't know if anybody's had a chance to watch William Shatner, like do Lucy in the sky with diamonds. I try to almost do him. A lot of times when I do songs, I, I would say he is, his style is definitely an influence on what I try to do. And I like all kinds of music, but I, it, 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 his style of just totally fucking up. Hey, Mr. Tambourine man. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. It's just fucking great. William Shatner, man. And what was it? The trans, uh, the transcendent man. I think I have it on vinyl or I had it on vinyl. I think it's called the transcendent man. And he also started doing Priceline commercials. Now, because of, um, copyright, we can't, unfortunately, I don't have the rights to play any of Shatner. Cause it'd be really kind of cool to do that. I would risk it, but YouTube would be a big poopy pants about it. I don't know what the rules are anymore. So all, all people have to do is get out and search for Shatner. William right. Shatner sings. Uh, you will not. The, he's the master of spoken word. Yes, he is. It's interesting. You 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 use him and, and say he's an influence. Yeah. I, I always tell people that my big vocal influence 
was Bill Murray's lounge singer oh, uh, from the from SNL. Star hey, Wars, that, that's, wonderful Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, I love yes, it. Yes, yes. In fact, that, that Earl, was my guy. I was running a test before our show was on, and I'm testing different. That's why the mic was fucked up, because I'm testing different mics. And I was playing Rick Derringer's Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo, but with a lounge vibe to it. You know, rock and roll, yeah, man. Hoochie Coo, Hoochie, you know. That's about yeah. the only way I can do that song anyway, man. I can't do fast tempo songs anymore. I'm too high when I play. I could never be a metal guitarist because, I mean, it'd be like, whoa, can we fucking slow down and, you know, and take a look at the my metal has no time for mellow, man. That's what I'm learning when I study metal. You just it's not I, I appreciate the musicianship. It's like classical guitar, but I couldn't do it. Not high. I can't play that way high. It it uh, it's a different vibe. I'm the same way. I can I like I like some metal music. I grew up uh, listening to metal music. Oh yeah, I dig and, it. Uh, but but now when the buzz is on, it, it that feel it wants to take me away from where I want to be. So yeah. you know I'll I'll head to something that's got more of a groove to it that I can just kind of move to. And yeah, enjoy, I'm a, I'm know? a big I'm a big fan. Um, there's an album out there called Nightmares on Wax, Songs to Get High to. Now, there is, um, I'll have to look it up on YouTube. Fuck it. We could probably play it. I'll do spoken word to it. I love to get high to this song. And I used to do it on Spankies and every once in a while on a live stream, just play it in the back and just kind of like riff, you know, you know, kind of like another guy I really love is Gil Scott. Now, he passed away. Gil Scott Haran, Whitey on the Moon. Uh, the revolution will not be televised. That stuff is brilliant, man. You know, um, I wish we could fucking play it, but look up Gil Scott Haran. He was like very prominent in the spoken word and his shit. Uh, revolution will not be televised is just fucking brilliant, man. It is fucking brilliant. And, um, but anyway, yeah, I don't know how we got on spoken word, but yeah, Shatner and Star Trek. Shatner. Shatner, Shatner, and that's the second day in uh, in a row that the term, the word "shat," that the phrase "shat" has appeared in the show. We should mark this down. It's uh, now two days in a row. Yeah. Hey, uh, good morning, only crazy lady, uh, Ann Spicoli. Your bed ate a joint. That's uh, I'd get a new bed. I, I'd get a new bed if that were the case here. I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, where were we? Uh, we were talking about Star Trek. Shat. Shat, shat. Yeah, that's right. We had that question yesterday, and we'll throw it out there again because maybe we'll have some different people. Um, the question is, and I'll type it in. Hang on. Scat, scat, S-C-A-T, scat. Is that scat? Is that the, is scat with a C or a T, K? I, I, I believe, uh, scat, hang on, definition. Uh, uh, S-C-A-T, no, well, that's go away, leave. Does scat mean poop? Uh, maybe it's S-K-A-T. Let me, uh, I'm going to call it, this. I'm going to, yeah, I forget, you know, I'm not into the fucking genre. I, I've heard of the term. I'm, I'm not well-versed, guys, so, but we want to be factually accurate. <laughs> Neither of them are bringing it up, so All I right. say S-C-A-T. Yeah, that's go okay. Yeah, scat versus vomit. All right, that's like it's almost like a perverted fuck Mary kill. Have you ever heard of a fuck Mary kill? Who would you fuck? Who would you marry? Yeah. Who would you kill? I don't I hate yep. that game. Yeah. But anyway, um 
Scat, scat versus vomit. If you only had two choices, I, I picked vomit. Wes picked scat. My rationale I, was uh, bacteria. Wes's rationale was vomit's more liquidy. I don't really want to do a deep dive in that subject, but we did talk about it. And since we brought it up, we, we talked about it yesterday. If anybody wants to answer that question, we've answered it. Do you, you kids have the guts? Huh? Do you? Huh? I'd like to hear it. I, I, y'all talking about scat? I'd like to hear it, potheads. This is from Platoon, Tom Berenger, Sergeant Barnes. He comes walking in, man. All the troops are getting high and they're like, yeah, man, fuck it. We're going to go dinky down this motherfucker. Are you high there? I can't feel any pain in my neck. Well, they're not feeling any pain. It's good enough, man. Hey, hey, here comes Barnes. Well, now, y'all talking about scat? I'd like to hear it, potheads. That's right. So who's, oh, maybe we got an answer? Yes. Ah, shit. We got, okay, two to one. Two to one. There's two. Well, no, it's actually three to one. I posed the question to my brother yesterday afternoon. And after he got over the shock of what's on your fucking podcast, he said, uh, he then offered, he offered an answer of vomit. Yeah, I am. Uh, so far, you're the I, lone I would throw wolf. Up. You're the lone wolf if, in the scat zone, dude. That's okay, I, man. I, you're tr- speaking truth to power right now. This, hey, kids, I, this is what it's like. got to be me. We're simulating what it's like to speak truth to power right here, man. You, you, you know, Wes is not afraid to say, hey, 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 wait a minute there, system, with your vomit. Give scat a chance. All we are asking, come on, all we are saying, give scat a chance. I'm so tired of the system trying to shove down, vomit down my throat, and da-da-da-da-da. What about scat? Who scat? Me scat? You scat? Everybody scat. All we are saying, come on, uh, uh, <laughs> give scat a chance. Everybody now, everybody. All right, sorry. I, I told you this. Oh, he grabbed the guitar. I, I was thought going this was going to go off. I was, we'll do that later, man. But I want to do that to something else besides scat. I, I, you know, it, <laughs> it, you know, I mean, I'm, I will pick up the guitar, but I just don't want out of the gate like, hey, kids, welcome to the RF Lounge podcast. It's time for a sing-along song. What are we going to sing about? This will be fun. Hey, wow. Finally, something I could have my kids listening to in the car on the way to work as I drop them off at their Christian daycare. And then we, bam. Oh, we are. <laughs> hey, by the way, if you're driving your kids to Christian daycare right now, this is probably not the show for you. I, I Hey, no. maybe it is. I'm just, but I'm warning you. I mean, if, if the bad words bother you, man, I don't want to offend anybody. That's why I marked explicit on this. So hopefully people don't back into this. Going, oh wow, they're doing sing-alongs. This would be fun. Oh, he has puppets. No, none of that. So, Wes, how long are we fucking eleven minutes into the show, dude? I am high. I'm flying. The content I'm going to create today is going to be off the fucking chain. But that's that's later. Earlier today, I was thinking about fucking Goldilocks. Now, hear me out. Goldilocks is like the, I, I got high this morning and I'm thinking about the, the, the Papa Bear actually works for fucking Goldilocks's old man's company. And he's like, you know, he's fucking and, and she has to anyway, we'll get into it. I want to get into realistic fucking, but not just realistic nursery rhymes. So fucking Goldilocks stays there. You know, I, we'll get into it when I'm high. But if, if you think of a nursery rhyme, I want it like, you know, the 
the fucking spoon, you know, hey, diddle, diddle, the cat and the fiddle, the couch, nuh-uh, because there was residue on that fucking spoon. And instead of fucking jumping over the moon, they're explaining that fucking residue to the fucking police, motherfucker. So, hey, diddle, diddle, the cat and the fiddle did fucking time in the hooskow because the cow was too fucking stupid to not fucking clean up his fucking coke. But that's when, hey, wait a minute. That's where Mighty Meth, Mighty Mikey, the methamphetamine superhero comes to town. Hey, what are you kids doing getting hooked on these foreign drugs like imported counterfeit fentanyl and, and stuff like this? When are you going to go American? Get hooked on drugs made by real Americans in America in a real American bathtub. That's right. It's Mighty Mikey, the methamphetamine superhero, dude. We're going to work on that concept. Hey, kid, you know, because I was doing... Uh, and I'll shut up. I, I was doing Little Red Riding Hood shows up at a fucking grandmama's house. But grandmama's like, my fucking Percocet, Little Red Riding Hood. That's why I don't look. So Little Red Riding Hood goes on the street and the big bad wolf is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got something for you. He gives Little Red Riding Hood counterfeit fucking fentanyl, man. That if grandmama took that, she would fucking trip out. But comes to the rescue, Mighty Mikey, Mighty Mikey the methamphetamine fucking corporation's new superhero to fucking market to the kids. He comes down hey stop little red riding hood that's wrong yeah and in fact what is even worse that's not even made in america and then and then he you know does song and dance and then you have people you know dancing while they're making meth in the bathtub but like real pioneer-esque like we love to make meth be happy in our work you know stuff like that anyway kids more to come <laughs> with that concept sorry wes I, no, I love that every uh, you were talking about the nursery rhymes and in my mind all i kept seeing was puppet show it was like oh shit that would be great uh to to take on nursery rhymes and and hit with that Little, and, well the, and problem, the thing about the here's the problem though and i'll let you riff is others have done that so you know when thinking about this how do we make it innovative and unique not a rip off of dice clay or anybody that's done nursery rhymes you know but yeah but to your point go ahead wes i just think it, yeah i think it's oh, fun I was just going to comment uh, when you were talking about your your sing along while everybody's singing in the factory making the making the meth and the workers. It just reminds me of South Park uh, with the cigarette uh, company. Yeah, uh, with a Heidi Lighty Lighty and a Heidi Lighty Lighty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we like to make the cigarettes every time of day. Yeah, it's <laughs> just. I mean, I just want to show. I was watching Neil deGrasse Tyson. It, as I was falling asleep last night, who's fucking great, but he was talking about space exploration and he was talking about, you know, private sector is great for a lot of things, but not initial R and D like at the, you know, it takes government and large sums of money. That's not factoring in the things that business do to spur that, you know, but it, it was, it was fascinating because, you know, a lot of these things, you know, are not going to fucking happen unless, you know, we get an infusion, but I don't know how I got on that. But anyway, oh, oh, the marketing to the kids, you know, that, that companies, if there's profit involved, they will fucking sell their soul, you know, and we all will. And I, and I kind of want to show that with Mighty Mikey, the methamphetamine superhero. You, 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 you know what I mean? Um, because, you know, Joe Camel. Uh, all the fucking shit with sugar cereal, the fucking shit a company does to get a kid hooked on their fucking their form of narcotic is fucking it's not hilarious, but I like to shine a light on that, you know, with I mean, because companies are going to do what they're going to do, you know, 
But you know, anyway, Mighty Mikey. Hey, that that and that's been going on forever. Think about the '80s and the cartoons that totally came about just for the fucking marketing of toys. Right. Uh, there was some cartoon uh, called Mask that they had come up with all the vehicles. The toys were all designed ahead of time. And uh, and then they released this cartoon to try to appeal to the Transformer thing. But a kid can have each one of these masks. And it was all just about selling toys. And, well, selling here's, toys here's, to, uh, to uh, here's some buzzwords. That's the early form of immersive experience, right? Where... By selling the toy, I'm just doing their fucking spin. All right. What it is, is they're just fucking going to exploit you guys to fucking death and squeeze every ounce of fucking they can out of you. Right. But here's the buzzwords. Well, we're trying to create an immersive experience, man, whereby, you know, you're not just observing, but it's participative. And that level of engagement really helps with clicks. And and I'll, I'll, I can go on and on and on. But, it, you know, it is. It, it's a. It, in a way, it's no different than I'm going to do this and then I'm going to merge it this way. So it's just we do this. We do this. And we have to do this because we have to put food on the table. We have to make bread. I get it. We have to buy things. We have we, Advertising is a good thing. It's just, you know, it, it's like everything. We, we, we take these good things and we can go to extremes. And, you know, it's just yesterday when we were talking about, you know, the Joe Camel thing and, and just other other ways. I mean, these companies could be fucking shameless. I mean, it's just fucking shameless. And it's that I like that, you know, just because we all, we all have our breaking point. So it's nice to be reminded of what shameless looks like, right? It's not because we all can go there. I can, and I have, and, but it's just nice to kind of see it. It just, it's like an intervention, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, Howard, Howard says that good morning, Howard. He says that, or good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're at over there in Ireland. He says he had a mask mountain. He had one of the toys. This right kid. on. See, uh, good morning. Radio parlesque. Radio parlesque. And, and by the way, thank you. Crazy. Oh, only crazy ladies. Not so fucking crazy. What just happened? Oh, I fucked up on our zoom. Oh, oh, she, uh, she pointed out that scat is linked uh, that hep C is linked to scat. Thank you. Only crazy lady for throwing a little science into Wes's Wes is alone on an Island, man. Wes is alone on scat Island. That's going to be, and I can't, I can't believe it either. That's going to be a I, book I, alone I, on scat Island. Alone. <laughs> did, you, did you ever think this would be yeah. the fucking hill you would die on, man? I'm going to fucking plant the flag on scat Island. <laughs> I, I will. I, I understand people's views. I, I, I just, I have a problem. If somebody were to throw up on me, there's a really good chance with that odor. Did you ever ride the bus as a kid? And, and the smell of vomit. And what'd you want to do? You wanted to fucking throw up. Some other kids would throw up. I don't need that. It, you know, it, it, if, if the reciprocal, is that the thing? Because I don't know that I won't puke. Now, if, if shit happens to make its way onto the bed or couch or you know, lawn chair, wherever I'm at, you know, having my sex. I, I don't think that's going to cause me to shit. I don't think it's going to cause now. Now, uh, if it were the consistency of vomit, oh, that's a different story. That's a frightening thing to me. But uh, I I don't understand how I'm alone on this hill. No, well, I, I don't. But here's, I an it. here's another way to look I, at I, it. I accept it. Logically, how many times you do a number two in life versus how many times you vomit mathematically? 
So by picking, by picking scat, you're setting yourself up when you have PTSD from this event, which all of us are right. But so every time now you're going to be fucking poop averse. I can't take a shit doc. Why? Well, it, there's this time, man, I was alone on scat Island and the guy told me, Hey, you know, perhaps you made the mistake of when you talked about scat, you looked at it from your own cultural frame of reference. Well, here's scat after jalapenos and all kinds of other things. And oh, by the way, I've got a stomach infection. Ba-boom! And you, but you, yeah, anyway, I'm just fucking around. There's no, there's no right or wrong answer. That's the point to this. It, they, they suck. And that's just, a, now they, you know. Like the life. sad thing about this, mm -hmm. uh, a cartoon I made from 14, 15 years ago, the big climax at the end, uh, the hard way to citizenship with Sheila and Ranish, the big climax at the end when she's making him go down on her is uh, the curry that he had made for dinner. Oh. She ends up shitting in his face uh, and everything with diarrhea and then blames him and makes him clean up the mess. Tells him that he ruined uh, everything and, and his crying is ruined. But uh, so, yeah, I've had that in a cartoon. Uh, so it's not, this isn't my first rodeo. I've covered these areas. Well, one one, down those one last thing, and then we'll go to a different subject. But because you remind me, I like jalapeno peppers like fresh and I grill them. I used to. But, you know, you got to remember, like if you're not wearing gloves and you're cutting jalapeno peppers, you have that. And I forgot that. And I, you know, it was several, several pounds of these things. You know, I was slicing for about an hour and I had to go take a piss. And I went to go touch the little fireman, dude. And I'm here to tell you that it was fucking mighty uncomfortable, man. And, um, you know, just think about Ben, what Ben Gay would feel like, but on steroids. And this was an organic burn, man. Anyway, food for thought. If you cut jalapenos and you got to use the bathroom, Make sure your hands are free of jalapeno stuff. How do we get that, on this shit this, uh, today? That that just reminds me of boot camp uh, when they when they have uh, they had us go into the uh, to the tear gas chamber. Oh, wow. and they've got everybody taking their masks off, and and you're told you're told up front, uh, hey, don't you don't don't touch yourself, don't right. do anything, because you're just going to burn. And you, there's several guys, oh, I got to pee. And they're getting into that bathroom the minute we're out of there and everything. And then they're screaming. Then they're screaming going on. Uh, that that was that was when you really know your property. When they, when they okay, get in this tear gas chamber. We're going to put, uh, we're going to do this. Oh, okay. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a, a number here. Okay, Here's the thing you, they never think about. And I'm going to, I'm going to explain something to anybody that's never been in the military. They got this concept called open squad bay. All right. In the Marine Corps and the Navy open squad bay is you have about, let's just say 50 to a hundred people in bunk beds, all in an open living space. Okay. These are, these are 18, anywhere from 18 to, you know, the, the average age is 18 to their early twenties, but you'll have some people in their thirties or whatever. Very, very young people. So what all this teaches, and then you get out of the boot camps and you find that if, if, if you're enlisted, this is the way you live. You just find really inventive ways of beating off, you, you, you know, because the, the, the force, I mean, what, you know, give us, I, I was really appreciative of every once in a while. There were places that 
I was like, the fucking contractor understands. There was a, you know, we're in this fucking open squad bay, but the the shower area had about 8,000 fucking toilets, all with doors that ran from the ceiling to the floor. And I, we, we, I'll just put it this way. We took the longest shits, but I was like, thank you. Cause you could be private. To be, I mean, look, we all beat off and there's nothing worse than having the fucking just do Cause you gotta do it. I mean, it's just, I, I'm just, look, man, you just have to. And so the military fucks you up because you just, right, Wes? I mean, look, I beat off in boot camp. I'm not going to lie. I found, I found a way to do it without anybody figuring it out. I mean, you fucking, you adapt. But there was no way at age 18 I was going to sit there for fucking four months and not do that. That's insane, you know? Anyway. That, that now you had doors on your fucking stalls. This was this uh, in, was in this ours. was in the quote fleet. This wasn't in boot camp. I was in. Oh, I, yeah, okay. Yeah, Marines okay. doesn't. Uh, yeah, Marine Corps is hardcore shit, man. Places I went to were the the living accommodations were you know you were amongst a lot of fucking people all the time. So yeah, you, you know all the fucking time. You know. Yeah, there, there were ninety of us. Yeah, there were ninety in my boot camp company, and that was. That was one of the first. Oh, this is fun. Yeah. Uh, there's no doors on any of the fucking toilets. Oh, in the, yeah. Boot uh, camp. The bathroom fuck there no. In you the should division. be open like that. Yeah. And they're standing lined up in front of you, yelling at you. Hurry the fuck up. Because yeah. you're told you only. No, I got I uh, luckily I could type and I I had really high test scores. So I got uh, put into division staff. They break those companies. They'll have uh, they'll have the companies of 90, the squads that you were talking about. And then they'll actually be maybe maybe uh, six of them in a building. I was division staff. And so I would go into one of the uh, empty barracks, one that had just been emptied out because they graduated and there's not another company coming in for another week. And there's always one of those. That was where you went to beat off if you were lucky enough to be division staff. We were also the guys that, oh, you want to get uh, you want to get your stuff brought into boot camp without it passing uh, inspection by the officer of the deck. We are the we are the guys handling the postage too. Oh, and it was just already in place for. I I just kind of walked into a, a black market situation, ended up being the recruit chief petty officer of that, mm-hmm. and then graduated and moved it on to the next person. Okay, now you're in charge of contraband. I'm making my way on out to uh, to school now. Right, so, right. That was, was a great experience. Yeah, it was. It was like I said. It was. It was different. I mean, I Marine Corps boot camp was. I'm mean, not difficult, but it had a very prison like feel to it. Where, you know, the platoon. You know, you'd have four platoons. I don't want to bore you with the shit, but you'd basically have the fucking drill instructor would pick a you know a couple people to be recruits to be kind of like in charge where they're not around, right? It very trusty prison. It just felt like that shit. So I learned. He tried to make me a guide, right? Which is, and I, I just kind of like, uh, uh, fucking recruit, fucking dipshit, man. Doesn't have what it takes. And fuck, because I, I wanted nothing. To, I just figured, I'm just gonna fucking be a fly on the wall, dude. You know, um, I, I aced like all the physical fitness, all the bullshit. I fucking did well, but I just. I just was like, I'm going to fucking, because I didn't want to be in charge of shit because all you were doing is, I mean, it was just, it was, it was interesting, but getting back to like, you know, you find this shocking 
you know, like, oh shit, how can I shit? Just sit there, shit with right there, right? Well, you just, it's weird what you get used to. And then like, yep. not only that you're shitting amongst people that could just see you do this, but how oblivious you get to other people just squatting around you. You just get oblivious to shit. You, you know what I mean? After a while, because it just becomes the norm, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Living in those quarters, living yeah. in uh, one big fucking room with that many people. Oh, and fuck, and along with the, those things the there was also the, right there back. was also the, uh, did uh, lock parties and other type of, you, you made the reference to, to prison and how it is. Uh, you have a lot of that uh, dealing with the, they had people dealing with the problem people in the, in the, the company. And this was not authorized, but it was known what was going on. The, the soap parties, lock parties, whatever, where they, you know, they get the recruiters causing everybody to get in trouble and, and beat them down. You see all that stuff in there. And, and I, I actually, I wanted to be a part of the structure. They, they set it up there in boot camp to where they give you different hierarchies of, uh, of, of authority so that you get used to that. You get used to the fact that this is very structured. You have these people above you, these people above them, division staff, uh, and so forth. So, uh, on the first couple of days during the first week, when they are naming the six different squad leaders in the group, and then the group gets its yeoman and the group got its, uh, Oh, here's our company, our and everything. I was disappointed because I hadn't been picked for any of that. And I thought, what the fuck? Cause here's some guys that I'm clearly, uh, above, uh, and, and they got these jobs, but then I got given the, uh, the recruit, uh, the division staff. And it was like, Oh, this is, this is tits above everything else going on. So I, I was glad when that happened, but the, the lock parties and some of the beatings and some of the other shit that you got to see those, those were kind of, those were eye openers as well. Like, you know, the prison reference you were making. Well, you know, like I said, real quick, cause I, you know, I don't, I'm, this will never be the war story podcast, but, um, my, like I said, my boot camp experiences were not, I didn't see any of that. I, there were no marching me to the fucking, you know, swamp. There were no blanket parties. No, they didn't even cuss at us. They weren't allowed to cuss. They couldn't physically touch us. So that was my experience. Was it difficult? Uh, you know, I mean, it be. I, I find that a lot of times we, some of us have a tendency to over-dramatize things we've been through and make it sound a lot harder than what it was. My experience, and everybody's different, was... You know, I didn't join the Marine Corps out of some kind of thing of it was like I it was like do I it was a choice between vomit or scat. And it, it, <laughs> it, it actually just kind of molds into it that it was it was the lesser of two. I didn't have many good options. So it was the less of, of the bad options. It was the least bad. And um, but I my experience was it wasn't I built it up in my head a lot worse than what it was in reality boot camp. You know, it, yep. but everybody's different. You know, so there'll be some that will disagree with me and tell me that, you know, they got beat in all this kind of shit. And, and I, I, that didn't happen. You know, I, we did have, now what I, was funny real quick. We had a DI burnout right in the middle of fucking boot camp. It was, he just started fucking losing it. Imagine like Marlon Brando and, and fucking apocalypse now, like right dab in the middle of fucking boot camp. He just fucking lost it. You know, I mean, just because these guys work hellacious fucking schedules and they're real people, right? They've got families, 
and and I know people that were drill instructors. They're they're like us, right? And it's like they do it yep. because it's good for their career, and they're like they got to be an ass. It's hard, okay? It, it, it's it's hard, but I don't know where I was. Where was I going with this, Wes? I got high. Di. Oh, we were just saying that it's not as bad. You made it out to be more. Oh, than the di it that burnt out. out to be so, in your mind, yeah. and the so, di that yeah, burnt okay, out. Okay, so the, you work like a dog. So midway into fucking boot camp. You know, it's like before bed, and this is when they they normally fucking chew our ass. You know how fucked up we are. You know this kind of thing, and he's just kind of like it's almost like he hit a bunch of weed in his fucking di hut, and he's like, "Hey, man, just you're gonna find there's a lot of bullshit in the core." I mean, just kind of, <laughs> you just you know, you know, and you're gonna. And then he started getting really weird. He goes, "You're gonna have to make a decision. Are you gonna eat commie brains, or you're gonna be your own person, man?" He just fucking lost it. <laughs> Next day, we had this other guy, but yeah, dude, he just and I, I actually ran, I ran across him later in life at you know in the quote fleet, and he was just like, "Dude, I'm sorry." He burnt out. He just snapped, you know, because of the schedule. You know, they had uh, and. Uh, anyway, it was funny, it was, but I can't do it any justice, but it was like that Marlon Brando scene, man. And he was just on and on. And everybody's like looking at each other at first smirking. And then like, holy shit, is he going to get a gun and start fucking stacking bodies kind of thing? You, you, you know what I mean? Because it went from funny to do we have to start being fucking concerned? Yeah, dude. They wound up putting him where he fucking go. He went over. They, they put him over the aquatic swimming. Which is like, just go fucking over there, you know? Yeah, he fucking flat ass, flat ass lost it, man. Sorry. Anyway, that was my. Uh, the, the, in the Navy, they call them company commanders. Same thing as your uh, uh, drill instructors. And right. they, uh, uh, these guys, uh, since I was on division staff, I got to know them. They, I was the guy pushing their paperwork through. I was the guy helping them and, and giving them insight onto their their evals and such. So it was nice. My experience was a lot. I did see some of the, some of the lock parties, blanket parties, the other stuff, but uh, it was, it was actually, it was actually surreal. It was much more of a, you know, sometime I could make a, a comedy movie out of this uh, right. kind of event because I got to see the, the, the whole underbelly of all this other and the humanity oh, of all the people involved. My biggest fucking problem in boot camp was not laughing. I mean, and look, I'm not, I mean, there was, you know, fear, there was, I was fear couple, kind of like the fear of anybody ever played like high school football and you got an asshole coach that yells, that kind of fear, you know, all that fucking patriarchy bullshit from my era was the kind of fear that they would employ. But after you get over that, it, it was, I mean, cause the, there are very bright people that join the military. Having said that, you, you know, they're also the opposite end of that spectrum. And at the time, the Marine Corps was like the lowest ASVAB scores. We had some really dumb people, dude. And that would do some dumb shit. And that was really fucking funny. And watching these fucking DIs like deal and these DIs were fucking comedians. And then once they knew how to fucking get me to laugh, it was, it was fuck fuck time, man. They would fuck with me. They would fuck with me. Yep. And, and then because they knew I couldn't, Oh dude, this one, he's a fucking comedian, dude. I mean, you know, and that was my biggest fucking problem was not 
I mean, in, I mean, we're talking like in serious shit. I'd be breaking up laughing. These, you know, these big time fucking drill, whatever, dude. I mean, we had we had the scene we had the senior di a di that you know the cadence like left right and all this kind of shit. This guy had no sense of fucking like pitch tone rhythm. It was he was like, <laughs> and so when he marches, you try to keep from fucking laughing, man, because it was like you know broken voice. It was everything. It was like it was the greatest. But anyway, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go down fucking boot camp memory lane, man. But uh. Well, the the nice thing is, it's just the crazy stories. I, I, it's a part of, uh, and mine, mine was the same. It wasn't a, oh, I'm gung ho. It was a, oh, I'm, I'm, I all of a sudden found out I can't afford college. I gotta get married because I'm gonna have a baby. Right. Let me join the military. That was, it was. I did all that within a week. Yeah. Uh, and I was off to boot camp, so it was one of those. But I, now I, I, I enjoyed it. I, once I got out of boot camp. I enjoyed that. I, I if too. I was single, I be and mine though. I like the fact that people that move up generally, you you know, they've got to at least have something going on because uh, you do have some standards. Uh, and I like if that. There's less nepotism but, and and those kind of things. Yes, you know. Yes, it's not it's not political. It's it's achievement based. It's earned. It's it, you felt you felt like the people there belong there at whatever level they were at. And there were, there were people of, you know, all intelligence levels, but they made their way into the positions that work best for them. And I, I like that. But what I like the most, I was in the Navy. I love being out at sea. I love being on deck of a fucking ship in the Northern Atlantic and having those waves go up. It's, it's, it, it, it's such an environment and such a feeling. I just, uh, the, it's awe inspiring. And I, I felt that way every time I was uh, uh, up on deck. Uh, just it was a it was a thing of beauty to see the ocean in front of me. So were there, were there things because you brought up a good point? Were there things that you didn't appreciate then that you do appreciate now? And I'll, I'll tell you one of mine real quick. I was uh, you know one of the things I did in the Marines was the air wing, and there was a air station in Buford, South Carolina, which is by Paris Island. And to give you a visual, Buford. Yeah, it sound it, it, it look Buford. Hey, 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 there, right? Okay, but it, it's where the great Santini was filmed there. Parts of it, the big chill. Okay, it's one of that where they call neighborhoods plantations. Okay, Buford. All right, I fucking hated it. I hated everything about the Deep South. I fucking I, I from the accent to how ignorant they were they had barbershop uh, it was fucked up I hated it I thought that was in the military I was projecting you know um but there were some things about Buford that were pretty cool that I didn't appreciate it was a shrimping town stuff like that right but I don't know I mean Buford's you know as an old person I could see the appeal of a Buford it, when I was very young there I fucking hated that place man you know it just sucked you know, was there anything like that in the Navy that you would appreciate now that you didn't at the time? Uh, uh, I actually tried to make it a point to appreciate the Navy because I had this psychotic woman I had married who was pregnant and then had the child and and she left, you know, not much that I had all this horse shit in my personal life uh. living off base with this bitch that going to work, 
dun 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 dun. I'm gonna make the best of this time when right, I'm right. away but from the bitch, escape. you know. Yeah. So that's why I was a workaholic. Yeah, so I, I married. You know, same. I I didn't do. I didn't. Uh, the failings in the military for me were were the decisions I made that were bad decisions based on my personal life and uh, different things along those lines. And then turned into an alcoholic, uh, you know, a year and a half into it, two years into it. Yeah. So uh, I can't blame, I can't blame the military. I can't, there's uh there, I actually did, I did appreciate. And at the time I knew, Oh, I fucked up. I wasn't blaming any of them. So my memories of back then are all actually, they were okay. They had their shit together. Oh, there's PMS cards, preventative maintenance system. Everything in the world is fucking organized in this w world. I love this. Yeah. Uh, I appreciated all that because I hated everything else in life. That was, you know, 19, 19, 20 yeah, years old. Yeah, that, yeah. That horseshit. No, no, no. I, I, you know, it's interesting because I, you know, I was uh, different, but when I was married, I was a workaholic, dude. You know, I work was a way to not be home at times. You, you, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not saying that's good or bad. Yeah, I, that's bad. But um, yeah, it's interesting what what, you know, at least for me, what what Mary did for work ethic, you know, as far as, you know, because being single, I was always like, you know, you want to get the fuck out of there and go about your hunt and gather life. Right. Well, yep, yep. Then then after that, it's like, ah, fuck, do I really want to go home and deal with the shit? Nah, I'll just stay here and fucking work for another couple hours kind of thing, you know? Um, and I did that. And, you know, I don't know. I just, when you were telling that that thing. But the, the one of the things that the military, I fucking hate that it's done. They got, if for anybody that hasn't been, they've got these, everything's got to be uniform. Like uh, in the Marine Corps, was your belt buckle had to be on the left side. Your shoelaces had to be left over right. Okay. And there was a certain way your t-shirts had to be folded. This is fucking, I can't break myself of some of these fucking habits, man. If they just make you, I'm not OCD at all, but I can't wear a belt. That's not with the buckle on the left. I just can't, it just fucked. I, my shoelaces do have to be left over. Right. It's fucked up, dude. Oh, fucked up. oh, well that, yeah, well, you need I think, to get I think I'm, that. I think you just, my back and shit, I don't have time to even worry about it. Cause like now, now it's kind of different. It's kind of like what clean shirt is on the top of the pile it, different than, you know, before the, but you know, before the back, you know, before the back injury, dude, it was, it was fucking the closet it was weird, dude. The shirts had to be hung up. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. You know? Oh, I didn't, I didn't hang on to any of that crap. Uh, I, I, yeah, they, cause they had all that, all that shit in the Navy as well uh, to, you know, to keep, keep things set satisfactory uh yeah, that was the term you got to be sat you got to be sat but no i i didn't i don't have any uh i don't have any of those issues uh, of course you know i i wouldn't choose vomit so you That's know maybe true. maybe scat's the healthier choice i don't know i'm going to sort of <laughs> i'm going to sort of switch gears um there was a there was something to refresh to just bring everybody up to speed and it's just it's this is, I'm talking about something because I've been away from the world, but there was a guy that did a speech at Brigham Young University, and he was a guy that was one of the honchos in a church, and he said something about, um, you know, we got to stay true to our mission, and da-da-da-da-da, and which is basically, there was a bunch of stuff in there, and a lot of people viewed that talk as homophobic and and, and things of that nature. Then, then, then I ran across 
there was a post and I'm going to pull up. I, I'm not going to use this guy's name. I'm just, I'm just going to, they, they, okay. I'm just kind of curious. Okay. This guy says he's gay, but he's trying to make merit. I'm just going to read this. I am a gay man married to a wonderful wife and I openly support. And he, he mentions his church, its doctrines and its leaders. As a result, I support the BYU honor code, which is basically, it, you know, no premarital sex. And, and here's the catch 22 is that here's the catch 22 in this particular church. They'll say, Hey man, we, you can be a member of our church. We love you, you know, unconditionally. Um, just follow our rules, man. And you can't have sex outside of marriage. And the only marriage that we recognize is between a man and a woman, but we still love you. So basically they're asking you to like live a life of celibacy, right? So basically I'm not going to read this guy's fucking post, but he's a gay, he's a gay guy. He says he's gay. Um, and he's married and because he wants, he wants his life to fit within the the framework of this belief and this is not a religion thing please don't go to a religion thing i i want to talk about this mindset that we have and it's outside of religion where sexuality is viewed as some sort of mental illness that needs to be corrected and you know i'm not everybody has their path to the top of mount fuji right i just you know and this guy's an adult he can make his own choice and I don't want to throw my fucking values on his choice, but I'm wondering how much this guy's really making a choice or if he's just, you know, it's just, but it just, you know, it's 2021 and, and I, 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 trust me, I don't want to turn, I don't want to turn this into the wokeism morning show, please. We're going to talk about tits and ass and stuff like that, but I just, it just, Good. I don't know. I it, it, this whole story and what I'm seeing because I'm seeing people fight now about this. This guy posts, you know, that I'm married. Um, my my wife is pregnant. I'm a gay person, but I'm going to try to make this work because you know. And then you, you, you know, on his you, you, there's a variety of responses that do the gamut of support to to you know to the opposite of that. Right. And I'm trying not to throw my judgment. I'm trying not to, but I just feel like this, this is like, I've never seen, I, I, I don't have any data. I don't have a spreadsheet sitting in front of me, but I've never seen somebody this ever end well for somebody that tries to deny who they are sexually. You know, I've never seen a, you know, look at these stories 10 years from now. I'm not trying to be an asshole. And, and look, look at the person, you know, person, I'm not genderizing this. Look at, look at what happens with a person that decides to deny their sexuality and maybe even to the point of living life of no love, no affection, total celibacy, not knowing. Think about if you go years, what that becomes, you we've gone through COVID. Those of us that are single, haven't had human contact for me, you know, going on two years. Okay. That's rough, dude. That's rough. Right. Think about a lifetime of that, the kind of human contact that the way you're wired human contact, not the way we want you to be wired, 
but the way you really are getting back, this all gets back to the open. You know, we're all look, man, we, this is who we are. This is how we're born. I can't, there are certain things that you just can't make go away. It's like the color of your hair, or the color of your eyes. And you, I just, it just blows me. You know, what is your take on this without fucking, it's hard because it's very hard not to go after this church or a church that's, that's, that's doing this to kids because I don't get this. It, it's, 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 Fucking bullshit. Ah, we love you unconditionally, man. Don't you know? And we got to treat these people with kindness and love. I, and But at the same time, if you fucking act on this, you piece of shit, it's the wrath of my, you know, what is this? You know, that's not love, man. That's, that's fucking threatening somebody. I, it just feels like a fucking hustle. It doesn't feel like anything close to unconditional love to me. I, I you know, I'm hoping religions, I believe we need religions and don't have to agree with, you don't have to agree with the concept that I, I, but we need people. We need people of faith in this world. Fuck. I hope some of these faiths catch up with the times, dude. I mean, this just is horrible. Uh, it all the way around that we're still fucking debating this in some fucking sectors that I just, what the fuck it's 2021. We got other things going on. I can't, is it, I'm sorry, Wes, I'm on a rant. I didn't mean to, but what's your take on this without, you know, <laughs> say what you got without, say. well, there's, say there's what you the got, say what you got. Hey, uh, Hey, Hey, this is, no, free, I'm going to, I'm going to play within the rules. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to play within the rules. Uh, uh, I won't go further than you did. It's tough. I will say that uh, homosexuality, homosexuality has been in societies uh, uh, throughout recorded time. It has not been viewed as a pariah, as some some quote unquote sin, because there's no there's no reason to deny someone the love that they were born to have and everything else outside of a religious context and. Uh, in a lot of these cultures in Viking cultures and uh, in, in different cultures and areas where, where it was there uh, you'll, if those areas of the country have a suppression, well, it was because there was probably some sort of belief system that was forced upon them uh, at, you know, uh, through violence that has now dominated the landscape. And that's, that's why we have this horseshit that we have today. And we're still debating something that the Greeks understood that uh, something that all these uh, civilizations in antiquity that, uh, Hey, if you like Dick, you like Dick. If you like, uh, you know, it's, it's just, you are born with it. Uh, it's horse shit that we're talking about it now. And that uh, to the original post, the person who was, who was trying, who was living a life with uh, Within married the as a woman trying to, yeah, uh, that, uh, you took away my comment on it when you said 10 years down the road, because that's what I was going to say. This is a person in flux. This is a person living against their 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 norm. 10 years down the road, things are going to be different for this person. Can I say something to that point? Yes. This is what I about me that I learned. <clears throat> there are there are other traits beyond sexuality personality types, things, introversion, extroversion, that we are, that this, I was very much, not with my sexuality, but with my personality type. Hell yeah, man, I can be social. You bet. 10 years down the line, I was a miserable person to be around because I was trying to live a lie. 
no different than, than what's going on here. But what gets me is this is what truly gets me because the counter will be this. <clears throat> you're, you're anti our religion. You're not listening. The sin is not being gay. The sin is sex outside of marriage. So, you know, so so what's the option? Sex outside of marriage, but, but we don't, we can't, we will not, there is no marriage beyond man and woman, husband and wife that we recognize as a marriage that you can have sex. I mean, I'm just, I can't believe anybody's just not calling out this catch 22 bullshit. Yeah, you, you, you know, it's like it's kind of like this is this is the way we can fucking continue to fucking be homophobic, but fucking not. We're accepting you, man. We love you. Say you're gay. That's cool. Of course, man. We love you unconditionally. You're you're one of our fucking very important gay brothers and sisters. But if you act on it. You're breaking the commandments and gosh darn it. We love you unconditionally, but bitch slap, bitch slap, bitch slap, shame, shame, shame. You know, something's wrong with you. You, you know, you've got a mental fuck. I just, God damn it, man. God damn it. No, I man. never even, God I never it. even see the enthusiasm for the, we love you unconditionally that you just gave that person that, that spiel. I only see the bitch slap, bitch slap. I'll post, uh, I support all people. You know, you know I, the problem uh, is I love the P I, I love some of these people in this church, dude. And I'm just like, fucking come on, man. Sack the fuck up and call this bullshit out people. I mean, nobody's speaking for fucking God. If there is a God right now, this is God. He, she, it is saying this is your opportunity to exercise some fucking personal ethics and sack, man. Do I have to be the big tit in the sky to show you what's right or wrong? I'm not saying create a revolution, but fucking sack up and say, this is, this is bullshit. And I don't care that some fucking 90 year old fucking douche that says they're the fucking channel for fucking God. You're wrong on this. And I fuck you in with peace and love. I just can't believe that this is tolerated. I just, I, it's not about religion. You're baiting me. You're baiting me, aren't you? No, no it is. No, Everything no. you're saying though is deals with, and we don't even have to name it, but deals with the, the religion that has been shoved down for hundreds of years. Sometimes, uh, you know, uh, at gunpoint at knife point, we're going to, you're, and it still happens to this day with different religions. And over in uh, 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 that's why you have ethnic cleansings. Uh, the problem, the problem is that uh, uh, religion is there. I, I know. And I'm. I don't want to. I don't want to no, go. It, I know it, we don't want to turn this like into that. But. It's no, no. It's like everything else. It's we can turn things that have a lot of good to them to do a lot of bad across the board. You say the same thing with science, with nuke bombs and all this shit. Okay, we could. It, it, so it, it's just, but I just, God, I, 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 we're gonna, we're gonna change subjects. But I just, I was just reading it, and I'm just, I'm just thinking about this, the, the dynamic, and it's for. Just say it was a corporate rule. Forget that it's a religion, a rule saying that you can't be employed here 
uh, well, you, you can be employed here, but you're not going to get a really livable salary, let's just say, or a, a, a tenured position. The people that get tenured positions here are the people that are not having uh, sex outside of wedlock. And if you're that kind of person, you get a tenured position. Okay. Um, I'm in love. I'm going to get married. But the only marriage that we recognize is in this form. And let's just say it's with a blonde. It's got to be a redheaded dude and a brunette. Anything else we don't recognize as this is the same logic. You know, we're only going to allow fucking brunettes and, and this to fucking legally fucking cohabitate. Everything else is weird and, and not of this, this law. Well, you can't control your fucking hair color. Well, at least the best I know of, I mean, like, you know, maybe there's some things in the future we can inject DNA wise or fuck on certain moon cycles or whatever. But you know, right now I, I think your hair color and eye color is kind of out of your control. You're just floating around waiting for your parents to fuck. Right. And then you just show up how you show up. You have no control, man. That's just how the cookie crumbles, so to speak. And just scientifically can explain it, but we can't yet control that. So it's just, I, I don't know. You know, well, it, and it's just it makes, one thing it makes to no keep sense. in mind. Just break it down just real quick. Break it down to something beyond sexuality and employ the same argument. And it's laughable. And, and why aren't we caught? Why is it? This should be called out. I mean, even by le the thing is, it's, if you're in leadership, you know, this makes no sense. But and, and so you're kind of just you're going along with it, the system at the expense of humanity. You're losing your flock because you're serving your system. In my opinion, in this instance, they're going to lose a lot more. They'll keep people. They'll keep the kind of people that agree with that. That'll be the, 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 the unconditional love church, the kind of people that agree with that long-term look, look at that institution 10 years from now, if that's the message they want to promulgate, you know? So are they really tending to the flock or are they tending to the system? These are questions I would ask myself and deep down some know the answer and that ain't, I'm not saying they have to agree with me, but I bet you some have an answer that goes against the company line and they feel strongly about it. I think it's time not to be an asshole, but, Fuck people. We're looking for examples of, of speaking truth to power, examples of fucking real courage, real leadership requires action. And sometimes it requires being willing to lose something that's important to you to stand up for the right thing. So uh, this is a, this is a, this is a great time. This would be a great, op I, it won't happen, but this would be a great opportunity for somebody to really demonstrate ethical fucking leadership right now. And I just, I'm disappointed that we don't see it anywhere. We're going along with things. We're going along with the status quo, looking the other way. I don't know. I, I wish, you know, that we, the, the little people, we, we can, we can always do this, but, you know, I'm really, it's time, man. It's time. It, it's time for somebody, somebody, uh, it, uh, not just this, for anything. Anything that's this egregious, man. And somebody that's in leadership in these systems that knows it's egregious, man, it's time. I, I realize there are different ways, but it's time to do what you can do to speak up and, and, and show some fucking balls, man. I, we need somebody with some moral fucking courage, man. Sorry, I'm done. I'm done. Well, what uh, the system 
that we're talking about here. Uh, what other what other avenues would they have to get the the people, the tithing? That what's what are their other causes? You got you got what you got abortion and gays. Uh, you got to have something, uh, and so they are feeding the system. Yeah. What uh, what do we find is the number one thing? Uh, all these motherfuckers are hypocrites. You get there's so many of the loudest voices that stand against human rights that we're talking about here. Some of those loudest voices are doing shit in a closet that they're go- they're out here judging everybody else on, and it's it's all hypocritical. You. You said it right when you said, are they serving the system? And that's what they're serving. This, The notion of a flock and uh, something you had said earlier about institutions that have a lot of good to them. I would question that. I would question the judgment of, is there really good to it? Or is that just a byproduct of the fact that people are in it? And there's good. Uh, in I, I, yeah, people. Yeah, you, you're uh, good. I, I would say that the, I don't, I don't have an answer to you. That's a good debating point, Wes. I, I'll, I'll say my, my conflict is that there are seriously, there are people in this church that I've really fucking love and I love at its best. Good people. Good people. There are good I, people, and, aren't they? And, and, yeah. And, 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 in everything. And I don't, and I, and as you can tell, I'm not naming, I, this is not about this specific church. Cause I'd never want to, this will never be that this podcast, man. But, um, it's just a mindset. I'm not attacking a church. I'm attacking a mindset and I'm attacking what I, what, what I don't know if attacking is the right. What I question is if me, a 56 year old apostate, you know, and granted I may not have a lot to lose, but I've lost things for, for sticking up for the right thing. Look at me now. I'm not in my career. I'm not going over the whole story, but you know, there were things I stuck up for. There's a reason why I'm here. Right. You know, um, but I'm looking and I'm, b- believe me, I've also fucking gone along. Right. And I'm, trust me. Um, and I've, I've, I've given really fucked up instructions that were not right. I've I'm not without sin, but this is really a time we've got, you know, if you, I, I refuse to believe the narrative, but the prevailing narrative is that we're divided, we're divided, that, 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 that there's nothing but hate. And this is an opportunity for somebody to really, to really show that they're, they're going to be a part of, of, of fixing that. And, and this language is we accept you as long as you deny who you are. That's basic. I'm just going to too long. Didn't read as long as you, you know, deny who you are. We love you. And the love's always unconditional, but if you break our rules, man, we can't give you all the blessings of our unconditional love. I mean, I can just go on and on and on with the catch 22s. But well, anyway, they're, go ahead, they're, dude. I'm sorry. No, I, I don't, I don't feel we're as divided. No, I feel we're, we're being made to be that. And, exactly. and, uh, and good people, there are good people. I'm an atheist, but there are good people in churches mm-hmm. that, that can't cause getting out of a religion that you've been indoctrinated into is a very difficult thing. And, uh, and, uh, it's, it's hard to do. And so uh, I think we have an elevated sense of hatred because the institutions that we're talking about and uh, uh, along a, a wide range, they're dying. These things are dying and they are fighting to hang on. They are fighting to hang on uh, uh, to some sort of relevance, to some sort of. So they have to they have to ramp up the message. They have to ramp up the, hey, get on board because because damnation. 
we we got nothing else, but we're going to go against uh, these people and these people. We're going to pick out our targets for hate and the organizations that we're talking about. That's what I see being put out. And that's why they're dying because people are seeing, oh, this is just about hate. This isn't about some message of peace. Jesus didn't say a fucking word about homosexuality. Didn't say a fucking word. Washed another guy's feet. I don't think he had any problem at all with homosexuality. Uh, but but that's not what what possibly because you're not going to get people with just the oh let's all be just happy and let's move forward. You got to have controversy to get people to be putting money in because you're fighting sin because you're you're doing this you're doing that and you've got to motivate them somehow. So you gotta you gotta have an enemy. Why does the devil exist? Because why why doesn't God just wipe him out? Because where's the story then? Where's the story? But uh, yeah, it's it it is time, and there are good people caught in these institutions. Yeah, but uh, in the future, uh, these institutions are just uh, mythology. You, you you know, I just like I said, it, it's it's tough, and we're going to start talking about fart farts and dick jokes here in a second. But it just I you know. <laughs> I, I'm just looking forward and, and I, I know it's out there. I, you know, I know it's out there and, and, and I get, you know, I'm not saying I'm never, uh, you know, my philosophy is I don't like to tear things down and I know I get it. I get the arguments for, and I get, I get having that perspective. If I would, like I said, if I was younger, I would have the perspective because my frame of reference would be the past 20 years, which is fucking of course. But, um, you know, I just, you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer in let's, let's build it. Let's, you, you know, fix what we have and stuff like that. Let's work together. And, you know, it's going to take, you know, being uncomfortable and it's going to take, you know, these are opportunities. These are opportunities to, to like, you know, we look at law enforcement and go, when's, when's, when's a, when's a police officer going to call out his institution? Well, it's time. It's time to see if our of our leaders in some of these institutions we have, not just religion, are serving the, the flock, the, the people, or the institution. Because this demands, in my opinion, clarification. And almost a human being can't agree with this 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 level of thinking. A, a human being. A human being you know, that just understands life as much as we understand about reality and science now, right? It's unquestioned, you know, there's no question now, you know, and, and that, that a logical thinker would, would this kind of, well, how many, this touches, it's like everything. It's, it's six degrees of separation. How, you, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, it, well, how, how many right. people do we have now that deny science? The, the movement against science the, uh, that, that we have had. I wish I had the quote up, the Carl Sagan, I see a future where the, the sound bites and, the, and people reject science and start. And that's, uh, we, have, we have quite a number. Uh, so when you say human being, I, 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 think, I, think you're, I think you're elevating it a bit because human being, the human being existence includes fat, flat earthers. It includes fucking people that uh, that don't believe in medicine. It includes, you know, a wide variety of people. And everybody doesn't have the mental faculties to uh, or the strength 
or the lack of, I should say, the lack of fucking damage from childhood to be able to overcome everything that needs to be overcome so we can just all live in peace. Now, this social programming is a bitch. I mean, you know, I'm still trying to break myself of it. You know, it's it's hard. It's hard, man. And we all got touched by a bunch of different things. All right. So now enough of the soapbox. No one came here for that shit. They want to hear about some shout outs. Yeah, let's do that, man. The only crazy lady, Sadish, NorCal Supernatural, Trulian. Uh, hang on, guys. Radio Parless Howard and the Voice of West. Thank you, guys, man. Let me uh, let me see what we got going on. We uh, only crazy lady says that when we die, we move to another dimension. I had a, a guest on here, Lisa Wenzel, who. I'm not going to get in too much into this, who talked about the uh, Akasic records, which was very much what only lady was only crazy lady was talking about that. We go part of this database of past lives. I don't know. And then if you can access this database, you can get some, you can't get the answer to, unfortunately, none of these fucking things can tell us like answers to the fucking lottery shit. That's applicable. Right. I haven't been that's the I want that's why I'm interested in talking because I I want to I want to fucking translate it into dollars and cents, not into these Nostradamus kind of broad base where you can just kind of, you know, from the West, the sky will be bluer than usual. And you can just fucking spin that into everything. Right. Well, he said and then if you really break it down, what he meant was blue, you know, but I really, you know, I. Kasich records. What's who's going to win the Super Bowl? That kind of thing, you know. Yeah, it's uh, everybody. Everybody. I, I've never understood it how people can choose to believe things. My brain doesn't work that way. Of course, I'm a scat guy, not a vomit guy. Right. So maybe there's something about there we that. Go. But job, my brain, Chris. I can't choose to believe something. Right. That I don't have the ability to choose if evidence is in front of me because I have an analytical mind being a computer programmer and and just a thinker. I have an analytical mind and I have to take in evidence. Uh, And I don't, I don't just take anything at face value. I try to investigate the most outrageous claims from both sides that I see in the social media spectrum. Uh, So it's not that I take anything just right at face value, even uh, though it might agree with my already preconceived notion of something. And I don't have the ability to choose to believe something. I can't fucking do that. Uh, which I guess in, uh, to a lot of people that means, well, my ass is burning in hell. I get told that I've been told that within the last uh, couple of years that my ass is burning in hell because I don't have the ability to fucking just choose to give up on, on the logic that's in my head and, and analyze things. Well, but, uh, is, hey, to each their own. Let's see well, this how is everything why goes. I was here. thinking, let me tell you what, another thing I was thinking about, Dylan. And please, if anybody out there listen, go with me. Don't jump to conclusions when I say certain words. Just get. let me explain. I'm talk pornography. Okay. I want to I do something in the realm of satire with pornography. Okay. I don't know what that is yet. You know, I don't know if it's a really bad porno, but that that's been done before in a movie form. 
There was a movie that was called Working in Blue or something like that, where these guys produced a really bad, low-budget porno movie, and it wound up having a cult following. But I'm not porn. It's not about the. the and this is where it's going to be tough to pull off because I don't want to make it penetration. I want to make it more of a visual art without the actual what you would see in a porn. I want to satire porn. And um, I'm, I'm, I, I am thinking, I don't, you know, I want, I want to capture the mood of pre-internet porn. Like if you ever saw the movie Boogie Nights, but satire. And in my head, I'm trying to find a way because I, it, it's going to be porn, but satire. So the audience wouldn't be there for like money shots. So it's a very tough pitch, uh, but, but I'm also thinking about not even saying it's satire and just kind of throwing it out there and having saying, Hey, this is, I'm going to start a porn company with really horrific fucking porns with no real sex in it. But like the sex would just be okay. When it comes down to the sex, right. It would just be shots of your face, making expressions and stuff and like really <gasps> weird. <sighs> fuck. Yeah, exactly. So it's, but just a lot of, I don't know yet, you know, I don't know yet, but I, I, I don't know why, but I think, I think they're like, when we're talking about soundtracks, I, I, I think only fans is ready for what I want to do. I, I think oh, it's time. I'm, I'm big into sex workers having a safe place to go, but it's, it's time to take on this in, in satire, I think. I think it's time to to satire OnlyFans within its fucking platform, and I'm I'm trying to make that work in my head. But you know, having a guy, a Twitter thing that they could follow. It's not, I'm not talking about money; it'd be free. But you know, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know what got me on that, but look for that to come in the future, man. Not not in the immediate future, but Wes. Since we're talking about creativity, what do you have going on for Saturday, man? Which is our big movie night with over at Stream, sir. Uh, uh, I'm I'm really I'm even more excited about it now. The the off to the movies. The uh, the skit that is going to happen with the popcorn, soda pop, candy, and ticket characters that we have. We call them the countdown crew. They're going to be called because we use them in our countdown videos uh, as characters. So they're the countdown crew. Goes to the movies, off to the movies. Uh, that's going to be the sketch. And uh, yesterday, uh, Jessica and I sat down and went through some ideas and and took it in even uh, a better direction. And uh, and I'm excited about I, I think the laughs are going to be there. I cool. think the laughs are going to be there. So we're we're bringing that to the show uh, Saturday night, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Stream Surf with Wes and Jess. Uh, on Facebook and Twitter, uh, Facebook and YouTube, also on We Enjoy Every Day, at least out on Facebook. So, uh, and you're going to be there. You're going to be there, yeah, and you're, and, and you're I'm bringing working, uh, a new episode, yeah, right? Amazing Slacker Ten. Um, uh, and and I'll tell you one. There's going to be a bunch of different things going on in it. Uh, but there's for those of you that haven't watched it, Hempy, who's one of the marijuana. It's a it's a marijuana bud that I turned into an animated character. And I've got Potsy, all them. Well, they're, they've moved into the suburbs and they're not getting the best reception. And uh, 
and basically there's going to be a scene where Hempy is trying to get his car worked on. And so look, you know, I, I you know, I'm looking forward to the amazing slacker 10. There's going to be some Hempy, but I, I don't want to bog the show down. Cause I could talk forever about this, but one of the things I need to do, um, because I'm really, I'm honestly, you know, this will be the 10th episode. And I was, I was talking to West. Not many people have viewed this and that's okay. But if they do, I want there to be some way to get caught up because there's a fight that's asking a lot for somebody to jump in on season 10 and keep up with what the fuck is this character? So I'm going to work on something, um, like a summation of season 10, but I also want to do, you know, I, I, I want to reorganize and kind of do a little five minutes on each character of Spanky's, this puppet troop that I have where somebody can go and like, who the fuck is Spanky? Who's fucking Nucky? And just kind of explains their individual arc, you know, in just fucking two minutes or something. So I'm going to work on that. But dude, I've, I, uh, I was doing some sound tests. I, you know, I just going to start, there's open mics. I want to start performing, uh, in open mics here. There's some really cool fucking places in Colorado Springs, but you know, I'm just kind of, that's on the back burner for right now. But uh, just, you know, what we're doing, we're going to, like I said, the red, for those of you watching, we're also streaming right now on YouTube, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. And the only thing that you'll see is uh, Wes and myself and an animation that I'm still finishing, but it's the beginning of an animation. And all this is is part of a test because next week we hope to intermix. And I've already kind of experimented with like different videos of like stuff I'm getting, people on the street type stuff. We'll probably, I'll have, uh, hopefully some interviews lined up next week. I'm going to talk to my doctor friend, see if he's available. So we're going to mix it up, but so we're still just kind of experimenting this week. And like I said, this is like, uh, so if you do stumble on the stream, there'll be a lot more going on. But one of the things we want to bring is as we start talking about this fucking stuff we're working on, we can bring on a quick sample and, Wes, what I think I'd like to do, let me see if I've got, I don't even have it saved and I don't want to do it because I didn't save it. I was going to show uh, people a sample, uh, but tomorrow I will show a sample of the amazing Slacker 10, uh, like a preview kind of thing, you know, and then we'll also be set up, you know, I want to work through those glitches, but next week, if I feel like doing a, a live puppet show, I'll, I'll, Boom, I'll bang right into it. But we want to be aware of the Podbeam audience too. This is a this is helping us creatively because we're doing different types of content for the fuck of it. Not I'm doing it because it keeps me out of pain. But I there's a lot I have a lot of things I want to take this to. And I I'd like to I like Podbeam Live a lot. And so I'd like to be able to incorporate them into some of this experience that we're doing. So when we when I create this stuff, I'm keeping both my audiences in mind. So I'm trying to do a better job describing what, what, what we're doing. So anyway, if you haven't, please go subscribe to the art of floundering YouTube page and check out the amazing slacker series or the attack of the giant cock. Um, if you really, if you're really into puppetry, if puppetry is your bag, man, right. Then go over to Spanky's. This is long winded Spanky's experimental puppet and theater company, that YouTube page. That I used to keep my puppet separate from the art of floundering. You can watch very early content. Uh, speaking of which, one of the characters, Spanky West, uh, we were talking about boot camp. I'm working on the animation. Spanky is going to have a court date and he is going to be, you know, 
he is going to be getting sent to fucking juvie. And golly gosh, <laughs> Officer Puller is going to show up as one of the juvie because he's going to he's going to opt the you know the little boot camps that they send you. He's going to go through juvie boot camp. So look for that to come. That's coming. That's coming. I'm still working on the animation, but Spanky's going to go to juvie boot camp, man. And Officer Puller is going to be the senior fucking juvie boot camp drill instructor. I got Officer Puller with a smoky bear hat, everything, dude. It's going to be a fucking trip. I can't wait to I, launch that. I love it. I love all all those. And and as you've got you've got nine episodes out there right now. Now they uh, it's it's actually not that bad if someone wanted to wanted to actually just uh, uh, go through and and stream them all because they're they're only I think the first several might be around the the twelve minute mark. 15, now they're but all a lot 11. of them recently have been right on eleven minutes. They're all going to so, be eleven. Uh, you know, get yourself a buzz and uh, and sit on down and give yourself take the time to watch them uh, just back to back. It's it is a story uh, worth binging. Uh, uh, there's there's depth to the story. There's Thank depth you, to uh, to all of this. So definitely worth it. No. And as you watch this and seriously and then we're going to you know, we'll talk. We're going to get into tits and ass. But, you know, the thing about the thing about the pot, this podcast is we tend to talk about serious stuff every once in a while. But if you do follow it, please do like it, do the things that help it, because I'm trying to use that as a, an example of, of work that could be done because I want to do some community work and I'm not going to talk about it now. We can talk about it later, but there's there's more to it then I'm trying to be known for being a filthy puppeteer. I'm actually just trying to learn about this stuff because I want to pay it forward and I want to have a community place where people that are forgotten about can come and, and, and get a wild fucking education and create. And can you imagine, can you imagine the fucking, Hey, there are no limitations on, you know, you can, I want to do living histories, but you say, Hey man, like with this puppet show, do whatever. And you turn somebody loose and they try to incorporate their story, their history, that all the things that make them who them am with an unfiltered fucking puppet or animation show and let these guys go crazy, man. I just fucking think of the content we would see. Uh, think of the talent that's out there that we don't know about that I can pull in and say, hey, man, here's some guitars. Here's some this and that fucking go to town. So I want to creativity has kept me alive. And it is keeping me alive. And I and I want to I want to desperately uh, do this when I grow up, not make money, but 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 work with people and show them how this could fucking how they can thrive and how they can get their voice out there. And in that fucking process, man, God only knows. But, I, you know, the person that can probably fucking cure my back is probably in one of these forgotten communities. So we're, we're on we're going to find because the person that can cure cancer, get us to Mars. We're not taking advantage of all the brain power. So I'm just trying to help us take advantage of more brain. Enough about that. Anyway, Wes, what you got? What else you got going on this week? You got the water heater. You want to fill the kids in on that drama? Nobody wants to hear about that. That sucks. That's okay. nothing but drama. Wes has I, took real a, I took a nice cold shower this morning. Have, have you ever taken a cold shower? That's no fucking fun. And when you're over 50, when you're over 50 and you, and you get in that cold shower and you're like, Oh my God, how is this? How is this going to go The you know, earlier in life when I'd had to take a cold shower, I don't remember having the thought, will my heart stop? Might I have some sort of coronary because I'm in here and this is just too fucking cold for me. So 
that was that was a new experience but now uh, the water heater and the and it's not it's water heater it's flooded out basement and now it's and now it's a, a sink drain so there's there's just so much horseshit it's not it's not even worth uh it's not even worth going into and all that and uh back to what you were talking about when it comes to dealing with uh uh, other people's stories. What I kept thinking while you were talking was how as a creator now, as someone that is trying to write stories, trying to write a series and other things along those lines, uh, every time I have an interaction now with another person who is relaying what's going on with, uh, thank you, crazy lady. Thank you, only guy. I, I appreciate your sympathy. Uh, that, uh, uh, as I hear other people tell their stories to me about whatever's been going on in their life or something new. All my brain goes to is, is uh, instantly, how could this be uh, a piece of art? How could this story that this person is sharing with me, how is this, uh, this experience that they're sharing with me, my brain goes straight to how could this be presented as, a, as some sort of artistic piece? So I, I, I have a hard time just really listening anymore and not going to the creative side when I hear people relay their stories to me. Uh, yeah. Which I guess is a good thing, but that's, that's what I kept thinking about while you were talking about uh, bringing other people and letting them start to show their thing. And I, I love that idea. Well, the other thing I'm thinking about is uh, the concept of self-reliance and um, I'm getting ready to get a, you know, I'm in Colorado. I can get weed. It's not an issue. But, you know, what happens if there's a blizzard? What happens if, you know, my car doesn't work? Any sort of, if, if 20, you know, the past couple, year and a half. So I've never wanted to grow my own wheat because it's a gigantic pain in the fucking ass, right? It's just, I don't need it. But I'm starting to come to the conclusion, you know, if I really want to have my street cred, my bona fides, right? Um, but no, seriously, I'm really, there, there's some other reasons, Wes, that I'll share with you why off, but I think, um, I think if you, let's say this, let's say you have somebody that just really needs a lot of weed and you know that they do, and it's just the economics of it is just, you can't keep up with the economics of it. Okay. Yep. So. It's, you know, but this person, that doesn't negate that this person has this need. But what a great opportunity to learn work ethic, learn a bunch of things, learn to work with the dirt by, hey, guess what? We're going to find a way to keep up with your demand, but you got to have skin in the game to do that. And um, it's also because this adds up. Weed is, you know, if you are a daily user, okay, if you're a daily user and if you're like me, and it's legit you're using it for pain, this can be, you know, luckily an ounce is 150. Now, it depends on where I'm at, um, how long an ounce will last me, right? Right now, it seems to be an ounce is about a week. It used to be about a month, okay? But it depends. I didn't smoke weed at all yesterday. But an ounce is between, it, depending, but I would say the mean time would be two weeks, okay? So that's, that's $300 a month. That's a lot of money. That's a car payment. Okay. Yep. So, you know, if there's a way to maybe 
bring that down. Just like people are getting chickens in their backyard. They're having little family gardens. I think if you're a weed smoker, I'm really considering it. I'm a weed smoker and <coughs> it would be prudent. I'm still going to go try these wonderful weeds, but it would be prudent for me to have my own backup source. I don't want to get into technicalities of all that, but I have been thinking about, you know, getting a couple plants and putting effort into growing them because just like food storage, dude, I need to have weed storage. <laughs> Pandemic, it's, it can it's, come, you know, it's not as bad if you and there are so many resources out there. Uh, anybody wanting to get into that, and uh, only crazy lady, you you've had difficulty with it. Uh, Grow Weed Easy is a website, growweedeasy.com. Uh, there and there's if a simple search will give you a, a lot of resources. So, read, read about experiences, read about because. Once you once you have it in place, and I suggest I suggest the indoor. Uh, I got an idea. I we're gonna only crazy lady. We're gonna I'm gonna fund the first Art of Floundering podcast. Uh, well, we'll I'll get with you on Facebook in a day or two. But I'm gonna fund her first marijuana plant, and we're gonna walk her through remotely. All right. And, I, I like that. Yeah. I, yeah. I like I'm that. Pretty, I have yeah. investigated. I have done a lot of reading. I have, uh, I have put that into practice in the past. And, uh, because of the, the economic reasons that you mentioned, my own consumption, uh, is just so, so much. And so that, uh, and it does, it does give you that ability to keep up with that and not feel like you just, Oh, I, I'm, I'm spending so much fucking money on this. So uh, there, there are a lot of resources, and everything you, everything you need, uh, uh, can can be acquired to put that into practice. So yeah, we can let's get with that and let's make that yeah. a project for you. Uh, that'll that'll if you're in a legal state, there uh, only crazy lady. There's your uh, there's your TikTok uh, videos. Yeah. There's your TikTok stories. There's your thing. My daily. Here's my plants. It here's will what's not. Going on. It, there's how you can get going. It will. I. I. You. She sent me a message. It's not going to be today, uh, but it'll be tomorrow. Today, I've got something else I got to do on a creative side, and I can't go down logistics or any details. I got to keep my mind where it's at. But tomorrow we'll talk about it because I do think it'd be really cool, you know. And I'll. Amazon gift it. We'll figure it out, but this will be, you know, funded by the podcast to get her started on this. And then Wes will be the teacher and Wes will have daily, we'll carve out a little bit of time, how the plant's doing a couple times a week, see what she needs to do. And we'll all learn. And what we'll learn is by doing. Okay. And then when we're done with that, I will start my little, little process, but we'll, we'll incorporate a little learning. We're not going to make this the weed power hour, but this is something, this is self-reliance and, and this is how we're contributing to helping you pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You, why do you, do, you know, so we're going to, God damn it. Back in my day, we grow our own weed and we're going to learn and it's going to be fun. Thank you. Only crazy. We'll have fun doing, it, you know? Um, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. lot I, I was actually just thinking about, I could, I could do the instructions as one of the, uh, we enjoy everyday characters exactly. and create instructional videos, exactly. a whole series on yep. from seed, uh, a seed or clone, yep. uh, how you, how you progress from there and all the different stages to where then it's just a manageable, you know what uh, you're doing. Uh, Cause for, for four or five months, it's just going in 
and checking the water, checking the nutrients, and doing a little That's bit perfect, of trimming. But there's so it's much, not that bad. But it's, we can have videos of her singing to it because I'm going to write songs. But this is going to be a thing. This will be. We're going to go. this. This weed plant is love because this is not. We did, somebody just didn't come to only crazy lady and say, guess what? You have a weed plant. What? I didn't plan for this life event. No one gave me a choice. Now at my age, I've got to no, know this plant is planned for love. We're bringing the plant in the world by choice. This is not. So this plant is going to be in a totally different environment than if it was just sprung upon us. No, no, this plant is loved and we're planning for the plant's arrival we'll have a little nursery lullaby songs it'll be a whole thing and we'll see what unconditional love will do to only crazy ladies little marijuana seedling that grows up to be big and strong gosh darn it and when i grow up i'm gonna grow all kinds of buds and that's how the plant's gonna share love is thank you for the love i have some love i'd like to give back to you and by you partaking of my bud that helps me thank you so much what a beautiful story we're gonna be able to tell I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's that's a good project. That's yeah, a project fun, I man. can get behind. Yeah. So and that'll be something that we could do. Yeah. We'll we'll flesh that out. Give me give me like I said, not today, but yeah, I love it. This is why this podcast I think is really something because we have no plan. But if you hang in there and get through some of the shit, every you know, every like minute or two, there'll be something. You know, so if you hang for two hours, in about a minute or two, there's something worth listening to. And so hang in there. <laughs> Right. We like to at least put little little morsels, yeah. little morsels of good in this in the two hour period. Yeah, every once in a while we want to slap in a little like coherence, you know. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, I hate the way, you know, I I like incorporating the guitar on the podcast. I hate the way the guitar sounds on Pod Being Live. It sounds like it's for for got for anybody that plays guitar, it sounds like I'm running it through a chorus. Um and I hate it. It's just, it's a, it's a very weird sound. Pod beam sound is not that great. So I'm going to figure out a way around that, but, um, it sounds much better when we do break out into live song. If Wes breaks out in the song or I break out in the song, the sound quality of the guitar is much better on the live stream than it is on pod beam. So just not that I'm trying to explain it is what it is, but if we do break out, it's just, it's challenging. I don't know if you've noticed that, but it's like if you have a really heavy chorus on your guitar, that's what it sounds like. And I like a, everybody's different. I like my guitar to be clean, even electric, no effects, clean. I like to play it clean. That's just me. That's just me. Everybody's different. But um, speaking of music, um, I want to have, you know, live music on this things in the morning too, but Beyond that, one of the things Wes and I are talking about is something I think I don't get out much, you know, and I haven't got out much, but I want to, I want to create the house party. Um, but that's coherent, like once a month, once a quarter, I don't know yet, but like a Friday night live kind of thing where it's a variety kind of show, but, a, but very house party oriented. And so we can pull in different people on our zoom and just, and they could just come perform for a couple minutes, get out, but it'd be very, it, it moved like that, you know, but just something fun, you know? So we're kind of kicking around that concept, but it would be driven by other people too. Now I, I look, man, 
I can't do a fucking hour of live puppetry, man. That's a lot of fucking shit to ask of a human being. And certainly when the only people are watching are me and Wes, man, you know, yeah. so I'll do a live fucking puppet show. It'll be like, Hey, it'd be like the one where Spanky's was passed out from the weed. That would be the puppet show tonight. Kids where's, <laughs> where are the puppets? Well, they're fucking all on a marijuana fucking pass out right now. There's no, you know, anyway, I love doing it, but I, I wanted, I just, like I said, I want to create a house party because I just think, Let's make this fun. Let's make growing old fun, being isolated fun. You don't have to be. We can make it fun. So those are things that I we're, like that yeah, idea. We're just kind of kicking I like around. getting a once a once a month or once a quarter because I, I need to I need to gear up towards that for the uh, uh, next 420. April yes, 20th tell, tell everybody next year. about that goal because that's a wonderful fun our idea. plan. And anybody listening, anybody watching and we'll have more details to come because uh, we want we want to get uh, everybody involved. Uh, 420, which uh, it's more than just Hitler's birthday. Uh, for those of you that are weed enthusiasts, you all know 420. It's time to get high. So April 20th uh, uh, is 420, and we are going to on we enjoy every day. We're going to have a 24 hour live stream. We're going to run all fucking uh, the whole fucking time from the the time it hits and we'll start east coast i'm not doing i, I know this could be international but i'm not doing fucking mountain time right i'm going to start east time. coast yeah. midnight 420 on the east coast just like dick clark's rocking new year's eve Fuck yeah. every hour on the hour as it hits we're going to go ahead and we're going to yell uh at least for the u.s and uh you know because i i can't keep track of all those fucking time zones but uh have musical guests on have people coming on to to burn to share their stories of love of weed, uh, maybe try to get some tap dancer. I'm in an area where there's cloggers. I wonder if I could get a clogger to come on and do some clog dancing uh, while smoking a joint. That would be awesome. But uh, we want to have people involved in that and doing this monthly or or however we decide to do it. Variety house party, getting a bunch of other acts in. I need that. I need more experience with that to be ready for 420 next year. Well, and then I, like I said, I'll do a much better job of getting people on too, you know, but also those of you out there, if you want to participate, you've seen the kind of content we throw out there, but dude, I mean, I'm serious, man. If somebody wants to come on to a song, fuck it. You'll see. I mean, I'm going to have musicians on, so it's whatever, man. And make it fun. Um, and Wes, it's up to you, but if you want some counter-programming to that for, I think there's a guy, I think I told you this, there's a guy on my Twitter. Now he liked one of my, I did a, I did a tongue in cheek anti-marijuana. It's Chad talks about his marijuana addiction and <laughs> I, uh, he liked it on Twitter. And I was like, wow, somebody actually likes something I posted and the guy's like weed addiction. And I'm like, oh, God, this guy's a troll. I got to get to know this guy. So, you know, I wrote him. I said, I really want you on my podcast, man, because I thought he's legit. He's like, you know, and so, but still, it would be funny. I really want to get somebody like that. But we could also, I like the satire of that. But there's actually, you know, I'll send you the, I don't know if he follows your shit, but he started following it because I think he thought, you know, I'm, I'm in his camp. And I thought he was satire. He's legit, man. I mean. He's like, he's out there to help anybody with marijuana withdrawals. And he, 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 he might be satire and just really fucking putting a lot into being like, cause it's funny, dude. I mean, he's, if anybody's struggling with marijuana addiction, reach out. I think there's a resource for it. Yeah. 
could could be a could be a real super committed troll uh super committed troll only crazy later that party that you're wanting to have the mad hatter party have have some of that video show up on our show on oh, that dude i on could do so much uh, with mad hatter oh fuck yeah dude film with your iphone really good resolution right wes yeah and, yep. and don't and seriously if you submit anything please if you your phone is great anybody's phone if you got a current phone that video resolution is fantastic but make it fucking landscape not fucking horizontal like you have to do it for live that's hard it sucks to work with so turn your phone sideways when you do your videos but i'd love this mad hatter video wouldn't that be a great marijuana trip oh no i was surrounded by mad hatters man yeah that's that's what we i i love that idea i love that idea uh, uh so yeah get those uh we'll get that party make it let's coordinate and so your group can come on and wish every other fucking smoker in the world a happy 420 and we're just gonna make it a peace and love day that's what we're gonna do it's gonna be gonna be fucking awesome the other thing that we want to bring back is i've talked about this before the rock opera the rock opera for those of you that are just fucking young and don't understand back in my day. No, but we, the concept of, you know, like a pink Floyd, the wall or, or, or you'd buy an album and the album was a story and it fed into so much more. I want to bring that back, but in a different way, unplugged the unplugged rock opera. And so something I'm kind of like, and I think, I think that's Valley Brook. I talked about Valley Brook. Uh, the you know doing a musical about that town that's the genre i'm seeing it in now i finally have been it's been kicking around in my head do i make it like broadway it's going to be a rock opera anybody out there that's got an original song uh in 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 the uh, in the anything really um is willing to have that song on this get with me all right. I'm not saying just because you am I'm, I'm be honest with you, just because you have an original song doesn't mean it'll get played. I want to listen to it, you know, but I, you know, I, I'm ready. And like I said, if I don't get anything, I'm just going to do what I do, but I actually want to see some of these songs I've written for Valley Brook put to a little bit more than just my acoustic guitar. So I'm also, I'm actually a really good songwriter. And if there's any bands out there that are, that are struggling, I might even be willing to do that because I, I, you know, I can't go out and perform anymore, but I've got some songs that I haven't been performing these songs, but I got some songs that I think are pretty fucking good. And, you know, in my head, I know where they fit, but I just can't, you know, I can't go hustle up a band or go tour. And the only way I, the only way I'm going to perform nowadays is fucking singer songwriter shit. You, you know what I mean? So I just can't do a band. I just physically all of it. But, um, I, I'd love to see this stuff, you know. So anyway, enough about that. We've got 20 minutes. Let me look at comments here. The weed spirit loves them. All right. So anyway, Wes, what else? We'll, so we got the real world getting ready to hit a lot of us here. Probably most of us are in it right now. My version of the real world is, you know, I just got stuff. I Like I said, I've... I'm, I'm, who knows? I, I slept all day yesterday. I'm, I may wind up doing that after this podcast. Right now, the plan is to work on stuff, but who knows? Let, uh, 
I I'm going to, I'm going to try to do uh, animations. I'm going to work on animations and stuff. Yesterday spent a lot of time outside with the kids. Uh, the heat had finally kind of gone away. So we went outside, played some Frisbee. You'll appreciate yes, that. Right. You know, it the leads gateway. to, it leads to marijuana uses. But we, uh, we went out, did a bunch of Frisbee and then we sat and watched the matrix. I hadn't seen the matrix in forever. I mm. uh, saw that they're making a fourth, and I don't know if you saw any of them. I did not oh, I like two or three. I One them. I loved. Yeah. Uh, but I exposed the kids to that. And so now the kids are all in let's play matrix mode and they're wanting to make themselves a film. They, they, they take their camera back and I gave them a tripod. So they're, they're always filming stuff. And I'm looking forward to seeing all the matrix inspired films. The kids are going to be putting together for me. So that that's kind of my day. I'm sure. All right. Well, hey, man, this has been the Peace and Love Morning Show with the Art of Floundering Podcast and Wes from Stream Surf and Wes and Jess. And we enjoy everyday TV. We're still going. I'm just letting everybody know who they're listening to. We're not going anywhere. We talked about all kinds of things. Now we're going to try to wind it up on something funny or something not reality. The, the series that I'm doing is The Amazing Slacker. The point to this, and you'll see eventually, is this person is a superhero, a superhero of the times, because his superpower is the ability to do nothing in times of chaos. And sometimes doing nothing is exactly what it takes. So um, I'm hoping as we get on, that message will be sent out. But um I want to, I, I don't know yet, you know, with this stuff, but we're talking about old time radio shows. We're talking about doing something for Halloween, the war of the worlds. Um, that's something I'm going to start putting a lot of thought into um, just Halloween. I'm not a Halloween guy. You know, like I said, when we did the horror movie genre, I'm not a horror movie person, but you know, Wes, it, it, it might be fun to get, do some spookier content or I don't know, as as we as we turn the corner. I've got a hockey mask. Maybe there's something I can do. That's all I have. The, the only thing I have is a hockey mask. I painted chromochrome green. I was going to do some weird photo effects shit with it. But that's the only kind of prop I have, man. Do you have any Halloween stuff around the house? I have the basement. I have the basement that oh, looks like dude. somebody was probably murdered there. That would I, be I started to, when I went down to do the work, I had my phone. Uh, at first, I brought it down because I wanted to test where the leak was. Mm -hmm. So I was Facebook uh, live with Jessica upstairs. Uh, she's instructing the child to turn on the, the bathroom. But I'm showing on the camera just to, oh, look at this. Because there are literally cobwebs everywhere, just everywhere grounds covered in stuff just uh, it's it's where everything's been dumped for the last decade down in this unfinished half ripped apart i guess it was finished at one time and i i removed all the the paneling and and so there's bare stuff hey wes but uh what that's if, mine if you can for tomorrow if you could get some footage and just share that as we i mean you know just kind of pictures whatever to kind of share as we talk about this basement, that would be awesome, dude. You know, if you have time, I, I, I have some. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll have them for tomorrow. Yeah, I'll, I'll, can, I'll share can, them. Yeah, uh, you could either tomorrow. email it to me, and I can put it to our video queue, and then you could have it, and then we could pull it up. I'm going to get some footage today. Um, 
there, if anybody, uh, Greenwood Cemetery, you can Google that, Greenwood Cemetery. Now, there is a history. I'm going to, I was talking to Wes yesterday, is there's some history to this, this area of Colorado uh, that I want to do legit historical research, not ass clown puppet show, but it'll feed into puppet show. But there's a lot of history to this Greenwood Cemetery, but I'm going to go get some footage today. I've done footage before but I want to get some footage for puppet show type stuff. And so I'm going to be war trying to mix in, uh, in addition to like animation, every once in a while pop real video in there. But I want that video also to have a very distinct look to it. And I'm working on that. It's going to take a while, but I just don't want to pop video, but I want that video to have a, a quality to it. And it takes me a while because none of the custom filters, it's, there's a thing I go through to find it. So I'll find it, but yeah, I would love to. So going to try to get some footage today, get outside that kind of thing, but it's today's Wednesday, right? It's hump day. It's hump day for most hump of day. the world, man. So, you know, who knows what else, you know, it's just, this has been a wonderful podcast. We covered, you know, I, I think the high points are uh, mighty Mikey uh, the, the methamphetamine superhero brought to you by the methamphetamine coalition of America. Um, they're going to start marketing, you know, their wares to a younger audience, man. They're starting to realize that their current market is uh, dying off and they need to penetrate a virgin market. And they're seeing some opportunity for future growth, and so they've come up with an exciting marketing uh, concept for the kids. And it's Mighty Mikey, the methamphetamine superhero. I'm still working on that, but that just kind of came up today. That'll be fun. I don't, I don't know if it'll be methamphetamine. I, I know who, you know who he's going to be? It's going to, just so you know, if this is, I, I'm, I'm going to give it up. It's going to be a Penetron pharmaceutical superhero. It feeds into, you'll see, watch the artist. Penetron is very anti-marijuana. Why is that? Why is that? Why is Penetron so anti-marijuana? Penetron Pharmaceuticals, man. Penetron Pharmaceuticals. Coming to you soon, man. So working on that particular story arc, you know. But still, it yes. would be funny to see. Yeah, that's, yeah. So anyway, that's that. We got 10 minutes left. Not really 10 minutes. We'll say our goodbyes. Wes, one more time. What do we got going on Saturday? Saturday, Stream Surf with Wes and Jess and Weed Cartoon uh, and, uh, and Will Dick here, the Art of Floundering podcast over on Facebook, 11 p.m. Eastern, uh, our live show, 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific. We're doing movie night. We're going to have original content. It's uh, it's all going to be visual. So uh, if uh, I don't know that we'll be uh, sending to Podbean, but uh, everything's going to have a visual content. So I also so join us on either I'm Facebook or YouTube. I'm going to I'm going to throw something out there, Wes. And if you can't handle it on your end, I can't on mine. Uh, only crazy lady, Radio Parless Howard. Anybody wants to be a part of this, let us know. You can be in, on the live stream with us and and watch the things, react with us, be a part, be interviewed, whatever. We can talk to you guys about you guys are consistent fans, I guess, or whatever you follow this shit. It'd be interesting to have you guys on this stream to talk to you about, you know, your, your take on this. So please, I'm serious. That would be a lot of fucking fun to have these, you know, on. So, and, and if you don't want to be on camera, there's a way we could do it where it can be just your voice. 
Okay. But I don't want to deal with calling in on Podbeam live bullshit. Okay. So if this is something you're going to actually, and I know it sucks plan ahead for, but it can be a game day decision. In other words, let us know Saturday by no later than three and we can accommodate it. Right. But it, it would be great. Wouldn't it Wes? I, I like that idea. I've like wanted to bring other people in. Day, I, I, I think it, it just makes can, the show more fun. Yeah. It makes a, it, a Saturday night. Saturday night is us doing what we enjoy, but we're at home and uh, there's other people that are weenies. stuck at home on Saturday night. So come fuck off with us. That's, Real quick. That's our thing. Spanky with beans and weenies. I, I'm serious, man. I, you know, I try to, you know, and they understand too, cause they work in the biz of, of creating content. So they don't have a lot of time and I get it. I know they only have a couple minutes, but every time I listen to their guys, show, I'm telling you, it's fucking great. Wes, we got to try to find some way to get the, uh, guys. I'll reach out to you somehow, but those guys are fucking funny as shit. I dig those guys. They're really cool. Um, that's spankies with beans and weenies, man. They don't take life very seriously anyway. So yeah, I think a fan night. I mean, so think about that for Saturday. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. We'll flesh that out, man. We're, we're at the, we're at the, we got to go point. Um, hopefully we'll, we'll meet Podbeam's metrics one day. It's going to be slow going to, to be able to do a four hour show. But right now they say we can only do two hours, which means I'm sorry, kids. Hoth, Quibi Chen, the only crazy lady, NorCal Supernatural, Radio Parless, Howard and the voice of Wes. Thank you guys so much for hanging this long. Um, Wes, any, any final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts is hump day. Do what you can to get some. Uh, I concur. Peace and love. Do it with peace and love. Thank you guys on Podbeam. We are out. We'll see you tomorrow.